Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello world, Shelley Rose Shearer here and welcome to the show. Are you able to roll with the punches or does every little crisis in life throw you into a tailspin? If it does, it's something we need to work on. Together as a human population, as a human collective, because that is how the corrupt governments right now are ruling us because they play on our fear and our anxiety. Once you get that under control for yourself with the little things, you will find it so much easier to deal with the bigger things. Now, I haven't had a lot of fear around this whole pandemic that's been going on because I, it's just not how I roll. <laughs> Did I run this way when I was younger? Um, not sure about this sort of stuff, but there's. But I can look back on many of my memories, selling a property, not sure if I did the right thing, having a meltdown as the offers are going back and forth. Oh, how I wish I had a higher self-connection back then. But you know what? We can't live in regret. And all we can do is learn and move forward. Now, you know, there's a lot of great teachers out there, Jim Quick and... Um, um, Simon Sinek that talk a lot about leadership and memory and emotions, um, Joe Dispenza, um, higher self-connection, Maureen St. Germain. There is a lot of resources out there to help us. We just have to be willing to do the work. And let me tell you, I am so grateful that that's work I've been doing for the past two or three years because it has changed everything in my life. Now, I'm stranded right now, actually, in our vacation home in Penticton, British Columbia. If you are in North America or even watching international news and there's been anything on the news about Vancouver, BC, Canada being cut off from the rest of the country, it is because we've had a small natural disaster. Uh, I shouldn't say small. It's just it's just very isolated in the fact that we had so much rain in a short period of time that it overran our rivers and our floodplains, washed out roads and highways. And for the first time in ever that I can remember, it literally washed out multiple highways going to the same place. So yes, I am above the catastrophe, preventing me from going below it to get home, uh, which is kind of southeast of where I am. And Vancouver itself is, is locked off from the rest of the country. We, however, are so grateful. We're in my family's vacation home up here. My husband, very common sense kind of guy, and I'm a critical thinker. You know, when we realized on our last day, when we would have gone home normally and realized we weren't going to get home, it was like, okay, what do we need to do? Well, we need to make sure the vehicle's full of gas and we need to go to the grocery store. We were up here shutting the house down, so I didn't even have a lot of staples. Like I did had no pasta sauce left or rice or anything because I just let it all run out. So although we needed to go do a, a fairly significant shop for a week, we certainly weren't hoarding. It was one dozen eggs, two packs of meat, you know, that sort of thing to get us through and get the, and get the, uh, the, um, 
cupboards restocked up. So I maybe I won't ever let it get that low again. Maybe there's a lesson there. And I'm, I'm just giving you these examples to show you how there's, there's this thing wrong and then there's boom, calmness, acceptance, surrender, and solutions. And they can kind of come in, c- together in a wave. I was fortunate enough that I checked in with my higher self and said, do I need to bring my work laptop with me? And my higher self said, yep. And I went, okay. I did not question why, whether I was going to use it. Well, I'm very grateful for it now. The sound may not be spectacular because I'm on this old, old headset that I just keep up at at this house, but I am on my new laptop and I'm able to work on graphics and podcasts today and keep in touch with clients and that sort of thing. My husband phoned work and said, hey, we can't get home. What should we do about it? And he suggested, after him and I had spoke, I said, phone work find out if you could do sales calls up here. They haven't seen a sales rep in two years because the prior fellow that quit, they didn't replace him. And 10 years ago, this was my husband's uh, territory. So actually, once we kind of got our heads around it and there was groceries in the cupboard and, you know, I'm not saying I'm I'm eating, you know, fresh organic spinach salads, uh, but we can eat frozen vegetables for a few days. It will not kill us. And I am just in a state of gratitude. Now, my situation's pretty easy. My husband's was a, a little tougher, but we found a solution. And he presented it to work and they agreed. I had friends that were with me for just two of the five days that we were up here and they got caught in the mess, on the road, sleeping in their vehicle overnight. Then they got locked in between two disasters, a landslide and a road washout. And what was in the middle of those two things? A Bible camp that the next morning walked out when they realized what was going on to all these cars stranded. I think they said there was close to 200 people said, Hey, we're open. Come on in. I truly believe that people when given the opportunity can and oftentimes will rise to the occasion. There is a lot of kindness in the world. I know it's hard to see with all the evil that's going on in the world right now, but the evil's been there for a long, long time. I think the COVID crisis has just shone light into the dark corners that we have maybe done a little ostrich blinder routine where we just didn't want to see what was going on. And so they were now safe. And luckily, they didn't have dead phones. They were able to keep in touch with us to say, hey, this is going on. Uh, We're now, we've had pancakes and coffee. We've got washrooms. We've got water. We've got heat. We are so good. And my dear friend, I am going to, I am going to give him this kudos because bless his heart. He went in to give a donation. He gave a small one to start with. And then he went back to his wife and he said, you know what, we need to give them a bit more. So we went and talked to the staff who went into the back office to say, I'd, I'd like to give a few hundred dollars here. And they said, that would be lovely. Um, do you need a room? <laughs> they went, pardon me? Because we have a few extra rooms that weren't being used. The camp was open for another crisis, but a bunch of these rooms were empty at the particular time. And so because of his kindness, they were kind in return. So they had a bed to sleep in that night and a place to be for the day. And then they have the means to get themselves helicoptered out. But that didn't require just money. That also required having faith and solutions and the availability. And it happened to be that this company had the availability after them. They took six other loads of people, but they were able to find a solution to not being held up there for 10 days, which could have definitely been the issue. The reason being is when you're in a national disaster, and I sometimes think people lose sight of this, Sometimes you have to take a back seat to something that's a bigger crisis. There were people, families with children in vehicles with no water, no food, caught in these mudslides. 
they needed to be searched and rescued first. And people, although there was a lot of them inside of a Bible camp that were being fed and had shelter, they had to wait. And I completely concur with that because that's how I believe as a collective and humankind, we need to operate. Too much selfishness, greed, and power have driven this globe for far too long. So we, we of all the rolling with the punches in different ways, my girlfriend handled it like a champ. She stays calm. Um, her husband needed a solution because he wasn't handling it as well, and he found one. It was beyond the means of a lot of people, but he had the means, so he found the solution. All of these things are reminders to us to give gratitude and realize that the only thing we can sometimes truly control is our reaction to the situation, okay? So for me, I'm in my happy place. Maybe all my job is to keep my husband calm feed him when he gets home. He's now happy because my solution that I offered worked out with work. He does want to get home, but quite honestly, for 300 bucks, I can put him on a one-way flight and send him home. What he's not happy about, as just a little segue, is he knows that I'll stay up here as long as possible because I'm quite happy up here and he wants me home with him. But that doesn't need to happen. And right now, we don't need to be on the roads because emergency vehicles and transport, trucks, essential services that need to get food into these grocery stores up here need the, are the priority in my world. So you see, sometimes it takes very little to just help or to show gratitude or to say, okay, this really wasn't what I planned today, but you know what? This is how it's going to roll. Now here, I'm going to share something with you that could offend some of you, but I really want you to hear it and then take it with you away from this podcast today. I'm not going to say it quite as succinctly as the person that put it on, on uh, social media, but I forgot to take a picture of it. But it was along these lines. I was raised in a very religious home and with a little bit of that whole hellfire and brimstone stuff. But at the same token, I was still raised with the fact that God, some people like prefer the universe. I've definitely come to the ex acceptance that there is a spiritual aspect to our existence. And I really feel if you've closed that part of yourself off or you've logically talked yourself out of it, you're missing out on a huge part of your, of your human existence. But that's just my opinion, okay? You do you. <laughs> <laughs> but I was also raised with the fact that God is a, as a loving, gracious God, that we are his children and that, you know, God helps those who help themselves. So I've never been one of those people that was raised to sit and meditate and hope for something good to come my way. I was taught to go out and work and ask for help and guidance. Do you see the difference? So I'm not sitting praying over a dying plant. I'm standing over watering a healthy plant and being grateful for all that that is very very different mentality so this saying went along these lines people that believe the other way that want to blame god that don't want to believe in 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 um in scriptures or any church or religion or anything because or god because if there was a god how could he or she let all of the bad things on this planet happen well what if God was looking down at us and using all the bad things and all the starving children and all the things going wrong to scream at us saying, what are you all doing about it? That's quite a change in perspective, isn't it? Yeah, let that sink in. There's a scripture that I was raised with in the King James Version. 
in, in my particular religion um, that states that this planet it was our, is our birthright. And I've often wondered now that I've come to these, some, some of these new awakenings, how so many people can still hang on to this belief that God is to blame. If this was our birthright and this planet was given to us and into our care, the only people to blame are us. We are allowing corporations to run our world. We are allowing children to starve. We are allowing governments to take away our freedoms. All the awful things that happen, we the people are doing that. Now, I believe there is definitely a bit of a, here's my woo-woo side, a bit of a shroud of darkness evil, whatever you want to call it, Luciferian influences that have been on this planet for a long time. And I believe that right now that we are coming to a collective awakening to remove that from this planet. And if that does come to fruition, are you prepared to do your part to start fixing what is wrong? We got stranded up here. It was not in my nature to just accept that there's nothing that we could do while being stranded here. I can be useful anywhere. That's just my nature and there's chores and things I can be doing. My husband was able to go to work. My other friends found solutions to their problems. And I truly believe that we do better when we work together. So when I see on the news that people are hoarding and going and buying six dozen eggs, uh, don't buy things that are going to rot in your fridge and on your shelf and then take away from maybe that single mother or family that can't afford to shop five, six hundred dollars at a time from food two days from now. Although I do have to hand it to some of the stores now. We, we do learn. I was very angry with places like Costco and stuff last year because first of all, I live in an area where other stores were all closed, but these big box stores got all the business and that's just conglomerate capitalism. But since people haven't learned the lesson yet, at least these companies did. And so they immediately within 48 hours had signs up, you know, only two of some items, um, of any item actually. And one of the Costco's in the lower mainland, uh, removed all the big shopping carts. So there wasn't hoarding ability. You, you had to take a hand basket in and you weren't allowed any more than what you could carry. Brilliant. Because I'm a trucker's daughter. So I, of course the national truckers association comes on, on the news and says, guys, please, you're not, you're not cut off for long. This is not like the COVID crisis of a year and a half ago. Seven days, we will get the food to you. The grocery stores will not stay empty forever. But people just live in such fear. And I understand that corrupt media and corrupt governments are feeding that fear. But you have to take responsibility for yourself and your emotional reactions. I truly believe that. And that is what changes things. I've always believed there is enough enough for all. I've never even bought into the um, to the uh, feeling that without genetically modified food, we won't be able to feed the planet, because we don't know what the future holds. There's a lot of land on this on this planet. It's just not being used appropriately, and certain countries are hoarding all the natural resources. And places like continents like Africa, they don't, aren't even given a chance to uh, to enter into the new age of prosperity. But that's not just their fault. We keep inter democratic countries like the one I live in in the United States. We just keep interfering in these places. Guys, democracy is very new. And the industrial revolution is very new. 
we still have so much growing to do and so much growth. So how about we get on that? How about you join me and so many other people, the Joe Dispenza's and the Jim Quicks and and the Simon Sinek's that are trying to teach and get us all to change our minds, to accept that we are the ones responsible for cleaning our oceans and keeping our air clean. And that when there's things like climate chase change summits that are full of corrupt politicians that use fossil fuels to have the entire event take place, you got to question, what's really going on here? Those are the type of things I want you to question. You can roll with the punches and find solutions, but you also need to question the corruption and when evil is happening. Now, you might wonder what that has to do with this. And I'll just have a tiny little rant. And, and I could be wrong about this. This is just, you just got to ask yourself. That's why the higher self or super consciousness connection is so important because it's your ability to check in. Higher self, is it my best and highest interest to A, B, or C type idea? And you'll be surprised that with enough practice, how quick that connection becomes something you rely on. I do every single day. And it saves me from things. But then I've also had to learn to surrender to the answer and not try and justify or understand sometimes. I'm the queen of justification sometimes. And I have to, I've had to let that go. It's like seeing this new doctor that I've got right now. He says, do you need to know why you're in the pain you're in and what's going on? Or do you just need to feel better? And I finally, after all these years, said, I just need to feel better. Just trust the process. I'm good. That doesn't mean that structurally in one part of my body, like my hip, doesn't need an MRI because right now my therapists are all like, we don't know what to do for you because we don't know what's wrong. But in Canada, unless you have a surgeon that's willing to cut you open, you have to pay for your MRIs yourself. And since I've already seen the surgeon and he's not willing to cut me open uh, and I don't need a hip replacement, but there's something else very wrong and it's impeding my mobility. So guess what? I got to suck it up and pay for it myself. And I'm willing to do that. And luckily I have the means to make it happen. I realize lots of people don't, but don't, this is just my little uh, preachy time of just don't think because there's universal medical in Canada that it's all perfect. It is not. It actually is a very, very broken system and needs to be, needs to be fixed. But these are all things that I just look at the world around me and all I see is opportunity for change and betterment. Is that what you see or do you see all the bad in the world? I'm a little bit of a rose-colored glasses Pollyanna at times. I have a real tough time with injustice, so I don't fill my mind and soul with it because I can't live with it. And I, it will also drag me down into a, into a rabbit hole of negative thinking. That doesn't mean I do not recognize all that is wrong with the world and all that's wrong with even myself and my own growth. But I cling and I hang on to the hope of better of something better. I learned to become a person that finds solutions to problems. You can come to me and whine about something if you're one of my dearest friends, but if you're whining about something to me constantly and refuse to do anything to change it, I will cut you off faster than a speeding bullet because I don't do victim. I live there as in my, um, Excuse me, in my 20s, I lived in victim because of my own decisions and the way my family cut me off and disinherited me. I, I was heartbroken, but I also needed to learn to accept the consequences of my own actions. And even if someone else's actions were unfair or unjust, that's not my responsibility. My only responsibility 
is how I react to a situation and how I think. All right, folks, that is some heavy stuff to think about today. Uh, there's going to be some people that are not going to be okay with that statement about uh, about God and the starving children and whose fault it is. But I think if you are one of those people that have already made choices in your life that you take responsibility for actions and you're raising your own children if you have them that way, if you're one of those people that question, then this change of perspective isn't going to be that difficult for you to accept and absorb. For me, it was simply like a light turned on in a room. It rang so true for me that I loved it. That does not mean that I don't give gratitude. And I do not do not pray for something better. And I ask the, the Lord to, or the universe to, to supply. I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. But I'm also not sitting around blaming God for everything that's going wrong. This was our planet, our choices, and we're the ones that need to fix it. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com and Instagram at livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelly at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan. <laughs>